0: How's it going? Pretty good. Just <sighs> trying to keep up with the fire hose of Trump news, you know.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. I, I, I thought maybe we could talk about that, like, like okay, so today, Mariana had to, to travel out of town for some family stuff, and, mm-hmm. you know, I was working from home, in quotes. Uh, uh, I had my young child, <laughs> and. Uh, and you know, I was trying to, you know, work and hang out with him and and my young child and do that stuff. And and I kept checking into like Twitter and and you know, grabbing the iPad and and seeing if there were any breaking news alerts on my my news app. And it's it's exhausting, you know, because like, it you know, it's hard enough to look after a, a young child and try not to let them, you know, call cell <laughs> phone. <Die>. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, you'd be amazed keep what these alive. things can get into I mean, they're, they're just like little time bombs, you know, and it's like every second. It's like, okay, are you, are you climbing the stairs again or are you, uh, trying to eat some, you know, Clorox or whatever? Anyway, um, you really do have to buy those plastic things that you plug into the outlets, by the way. Those are very handy. Yeah. Um, so lots of that, you know, and then I'm, I'm trying to, you know, code three websites and do two marketing strategies and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, wow, I wonder what's going on with Trump today. And then, yeah, you, know, you, you get the, the news alerts on your on your phone with all the uh, the news apps, and and it, you have to be selective now. Like I, I've had to delete every local news outlet app, like all the local news TV stations that have apps, right? Because it's like, hey, there's two dollar off pizza in the Northeast tonight if you go to this you know pizza place. Like you should go there. <laughs> it's like you're 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 selling
0: notification. Ads? No. Anyway. Yep. No, I know what you mean. So, yeah, I was thinking about this today too, right? Uh, And I, you know, I I tweeted out uh, last night. um, Me trying to like keep up with all the insane Trump news, and it was the um, like the fire hose scene from The Simpsons. Uh, um,
1: And it is. It's like trying to drink
0: from a fire hose. Family Family Guy. guy. Did I get that wrong? He's Thomas. I don't know why I keep <laughs> mixing those up. No, you you it originally was my Twitter. You originally said um, King of the Hill, which would have been no, no, no. Last week you no, said no. Okay, of the Hill. this was a yeah. This is a Family Guy thing, and the last one I said King of the Hill, and it was Simpsons. Yeah, I just I don't watch that much um, animated television. I guess that would <laughs> be a good idea. Someone just adult cartoons.
1: Frank Frank Luntz just tweeted. I, I think that's all the news we'll get for today, folks. And it's Peter Griffin from. Family Guy, trying to walk down the <laughs> stairs, and he's got this whole this you know thing they do with the stairs where he always falls down them. Yeah. Anyway, it's good.
0: But yeah, um, but no. Yeah. So, so I tweeted that last night, but I was thinking today. You know, there, there's actually I'm kind of longing for the you get up and you read the paper in the morning, and you come home and you watch the evening news. Like, but our news cycles, like it used to be, like a news cycle. I, I don't know. For the past few years, a news cycle has been like 24 hours, pretty much, and it's speeding up a little bit. But these past few weeks, it feels like a news cycle is 10, 15 minutes, and then there's another bombshell to drop. I mean, we had, you know, we had two bombshells drop within what less than a half hour of each other last night. Um, and I mean, just like things that would be a week or two week long news cycles in and of themselves dropping you know so close to each other and that's what it feels like every single day so it's i mean everybody is kind of like you know having this fatigue and and how do they keep up and they're you know i think a lot of people go one way or the other they either do what I, you and i do which is get kind of obsessive about it or they just ignore it and i kind of think like maybe we need to find it a happy medium
1: speaking of i just saw on twitter i mean not to be normative but chelsea manning is, is cute
0: Chelsea Manning uh, released uh, this week. Uh, posted and on her Instagram. Posted her first picture. She was like, wow. hey. Which was good. You know the the I'm one like, car selfie? The grainy car selfie that everybody was using? Oh, yeah. That was terrible. Because that was the only one they had. So I'm <laughs> glad she's got a, oh, I think my dogs are trying to kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that, but it sounded, uh, it sounded pretty dr- nasty yeah. on this end. If you're playing
1: the drinking game at home, drink. Because Thomas's dogs bark. It's it's one of the bingo squares. Yeah, you know, friends of the show get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, Sarah, anyway, I mean,
0: how do we I, how do we hand- I get
1: it? And uh, I think um, I was talking to a a I'm not going to say the the uh, the c word. I was talking to a conservative uh, friend of mine who who's kind of a Trump person, like they voted for Trump, and. I was talking to him last week, I guess, like before all of this broke. Really, uh, it was just after uh, Yates had had uh, had spoken to Congress,
0: which is what a week ago. <laughs> I mean, that <laughs> seems like it was, and that seems like it was last summer. And, and he, he's a very intelligent guy.
1: And I was like, so h- how are you dealing with this? Like, wh- do you have remorse? Like, is it is it like when you get home with the new car and you're like, nah, I don't really like it, or, you know, you're you're on the 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 second day after the honeymoon and you're like, yeah, um, that's terrible. And, uh, he said, well, I don't even pay attention to the news anymore. He's like, I, I go on to Facebook. He was like, I, I don't really, i never really use Twitter. I definitely don't go back on there now. He was like, I go to work and then I, you know, I'll check Facebook and Instagram. He was like, but I don't watch cable news. And, um, I just, you know, just kind of slowed by because it's just reactionary mainstream media trying to get clicks and trying to, um, up their ratings. he's like, the worst thing that that could happen for CNN would be for Trump to get impeached and, and leave office. Because then we would go back to, like, a boring, normal world where you didn't have breaking news every 30 minutes in a, in a morning. Which, I you know, understand. I understand. I, I still subscribe to the, the New York Times Sunday edition. And, I mean, there's nothing better on Sunday mornings than, you know, waking up before everybody else in the house and going downstairs and getting a, a cup of coffee at six o'clock in the morning because they deliver at five forty five. I know my delivery people ask them to no, no. <laughs> they deliver there, early. but, um, you know, going down at six, six thirty and, and getting a, a cup of coffee and reading the New York times, not to sound too privileged, but like that's a, an amazing experience for someone like me who's, you know, trying to run their own business and, you know, have a partner and a family and all this stuff and, you know, have, have kids that live. Two and a half hours away that, you know, pick up on every other weekend, you know, that kind of thing. Like, it's a complicated situation. So I I do really appreciate that, that distillation of of attention. And it's the only time I do that during the week when I'm not completely plugged in. I mean, right now I'm looking at three monitors. And there's no reason for that.
0: Right. But during the day, we're like, we get on. I'm sorry, go ahead. Unplugged, but hold on just a second. I gotta <laughs> look at my tweet deck. I got eighteen
1: columns of tweet deck going on, and then this, then I've, I've got yeah. uh, CNN on mute over here just in case. Um, you never know. Exactly. Hey.
0: Um, but but yeah, I mean uh, you know,
1: and and j- just to finish there, I guess I, I have always done like day trading, like stock trading stuff. Like always, i yeah, I love I love the stock market, and it it plays into my you know quote add not to be normative nature and um i I love following like stock tweets and that kind of yeah that kind of mentality of oh my gosh have you heard about this uh this crazy chinese competitor to alibaba and it's going to go huge and and you know you got to get in right now because it's at 18 dollars but it's going to go up to 25 today and i'm like yeah it's ching so you know go and buy stock of that and i actually made a lot of money today on the rebound because of Watching that, you know, kind of breakneck advice, and I get all these notifications about the stock stuff, which I really do like, um, but it's like that's bleeding over into my, into the news world, you know, and like we've never we've never had this, you know, it's it's like people talk about watching a like a sports event. You can't watch a, a football game or a NASCAR race. My my situation, I can't watch a NASCAR race without having the NASCAR in audio app. Going so I can listen to Ryan Newman's audio during the race. So I've got a, I've got an earbud in while, while I'm watching the race on one screen because you don't want to watch it on a TV like an animal. You got to watch it on a, on a thing. And then I got another screen going, <laughs> the, the third screen, which is uh, like the full screen. Uh, it's like this animation of, of the car on the track, and it shows you all the logistics of the car and like all the, the, the schematics. Yeah. and You know how much torque and speed and and all that good stuff. And now my puppies are going to join us. Hello, hello boys. Um, so I'm used to that. And even for me this is alarming. I mean it's a long way of saying that, but yeah.
0: Yeah, um I mean I think a lot of people, right, are feeling this kind of fatigue and they're feeling overwhelmed and I and I think rightfully so. Right? I mean we've not we've not experienced anything like this before. I guess the question is, what do we do about it? Right? So, I mean, I, you know, a lot of my friends are academics and, you know, a lot of them are talking about, oh, I'm not getting any work done. I'm not getting any writing done. You know, I need to do this. I need to do that. Um, which is kind of the perennial, um, confession of an academic, but they're also in a position where they decide to sit and watch Twitter for two hours. They can, but you know, uh, I'm not in that kind of job anymore. And, um, I imagine most of our listeners are not. And so it's, there's like, it's the tug is there, but I mean, how do you, how do you say, okay, I'm, I'm going to turn off. I'm not going to engage for a little bit. I'm going to actually do my work. I'm going to do the thing I'm getting paid to do. Um, but at the same time, like you're worried about what's going to happen to (laughs) the fate of our nation. Right, like, how do you balance those two things?
1: Well, and it, you don't have to just be watching Twitter, like a perennial millennial show title. <laughs> I like that, uh, <laughs> but we we get the notifications. You know, like you pick up your 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 Android right. or your iOS device, and there's there's fifteen notifications. And you and I are on on a couple of of uh, of of uh, text messaging <laughs> ongoing mm-hmm. threads uh about politics and and i mean we get what 20 50 <laughs> a day of you know it's, it's a like, lot yeah <laughs> trump sneezed oh my god you know and it's it's a text message and it's like it's that my wife or
0: no it's the thread and i was bad today because when i get all my of my you know i wear the apple watch so i get notifications on my watch and so i'm constantly like <clears throat> i was eating lunch with my wife today and she kept being like, well, who's that? I was like, oh, it's a group mess, it's a group message. Who's that? It's Sam. Who's that? What? Well, it's a group message. <laughs> it's like, finally, I just had to stop looking at my watch because I was like, I'm just going to like be here and eat lunch. Um, but yeah, it is kind of distracting and you have to think about how are we going to, um, you know, think about cutting down on some notifications that we get, um, so that we can kind of sit and focus. And, and I really feel today like, um, in a way that I don't feel a lot, but like, Hey, it's, it's really, maybe we do need to force ourselves sometimes to unplug.
1: Well, it's, it's maybe not unplugged because I, I think we're going to get more and more plugged in as we go along into our brave new world of AI. I mean, Google this week has their big developer conference and they started off with, um, the statement, Sundar Pachai, who is the, the CEO of, of Google, not alphabet. Um, said, we're we're moving from being a mobile, or Android is moving from being a mobile first platform. No, he said Google, yeah, all of Google is moving from being a mobile first platform, which is interesting in itself, into an AI first platform, artificial intelligence, which if you think about that statement, I mean, that's, that's massive. And I think we're going to see the same thing from Apple in the fall. And that's why I bought a lot of Apple stock on the downturn yesterday. (laughs) But (laughs) stock tweets. Stock tweets. Uh, So the the idea is that, you know, the new iPhone, these new Android phones are going to be much more immersive in in terms of interacting with reality. So Google showed off something yesterday called Google Lens where you just hold your phone up while it's in the camera app and you press the little assistant button, and now assistant is on every Android phone and you can get it on iPhone as well. It's pretty cool. And you just you know hold it up to like a, um like a restaurant and it'll show you all the relevant information. Like you don't have to press anything, there's no whatever. Um you know you hold it up to a to a, a router and it it can detect the, the Wi Fi code and stuff like that. And it can connect you automatically if it's you know a trusted router. That's you know, we're we're getting to that point now where we're going to start really having these immersive experiences in real life. I, I don't think virtual reality, like when you put on the big head stuff, like I've, I've got a Google Daydream um, right. right here, and, and you know you put your phone in, and you put it around your head, and you, you, you play whatever. I mean, that's that's fun and neat, but it's going to be things like like the Pokemon Go you know, sensation that lasted for two weeks. Those types of immersive experiences that are going to really draw us in. Um, so when I think about what Apple's doing, what Google's doing, what Facebook is doing, and, and they get that AI is going to be the, the dominant platform in five to ten years, whatever that looks like. And, you know, In 2002, you wouldn't be able to say, oh, in 2007, iPhone is going to become this huge thing, right? Um, like you know, I, would, I would have called myself crazy in 2002 if I'd said, oh, we're all going to be carrying around mobile phones and, and it's going to be an Internet communicator and a web browser and a phone. Do you get it? As Steve Jobs said uh i love that you get it (laughs) do you get it (laughs) it's it's such a great moment um you know in 2002 that was was heresy and same thing now you know and we're like that's never gonna happen in five years hell yeah it's gonna happen in five years it's gonna happen sooner than that have you have you seen i mean my 10 year old with a snapchat like she's got her own device and she uses snapchat to communicate with me and i mean I, i have to ask her how to use the damn thing um I know that's a legal issue. should be 13. Probably shouldn't say it on the air show. Anyway, so I don't think it's, it's tuning out. I think it's our devices, our experiences getting better at, at helping us to figure out what's important. So, you know, email, for instance, I mean, email is terrible because it's a constant nagging asynchronous reminder that you've got stuff to do. And it's this box of things that demand your attention one at a time. Some take five seconds, some take five years. You know, so like some emails I get from clients are really quick and really easy to take care of. But, you know, every time I see that email tick go up, 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 it's like, oh, I got to go deal with this thing. Um, and that's kind of like what notifications are at this point. I think we're going to, I think we're going to get past that somehow. I think Google, Apple, Facebook, you know, whoever, it's going to be smart enough to, um, to block all the LinkedIn you know, hey, this guy from uh, this country that you don't really ever talk about or think about has uh,
0: asked you to join his SEO network, you know. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, this kind of comes back to something that uh, you talked about a couple years ago with content curation, right? And that that, that is kind of where we really, that's like the group, the company that can figure figure out content curation uh and and no matter whatever medium it is but they can actually figure that out um is going to be the company that makes it big right or maybe even bigger but that's what we really need is we need to figure out okay what are the things i need to know Uh, maybe i don't need to know you know maybe i don't need 10 different news apps sending me notifications that say the exact same thing Right, um, and so Apple would say, "Well, if you just used Apple News and didn't also have their news apps on your phone, then you would only get it through Apple News, and that's fine." But um, you know, I, I I think maybe that's that's an angle that we should think about, or that's you know direction we, that we need to go in, because um, even before you know the events of the past couple of weeks with with the Trump administration and special prosecutors and firing James Comey, and then Oh yeah, by the way, it turns out that maybe Michael Flynn was trying to set up a back channel for Trump and Putin to communicate without the knowledge of the U.S. national security bureaucracy. And I mean, that doesn't sound shady, right? So all all these things, you're just like, I can't believe what's happened. It's 11 a.m. and 18 insane things have happened today. Even before that, it was kind of like, how do we handle all the information that we have, all the data that's coming at us on a regular basis? And. You know, Twitter and Facebook are trying to do that with their algorithms and, you know, showing you the best tweets first. And, uh, of course Instagram's gone to that with their, um, non-chronological timeline now. But, you know, we've got to figure out a way to get beyond that. Um, and I think that you're right that it's got to be baked into the OS, right? So that it's, it's Apple. I mean, you know, the question is how do these decisions get made? But Apple or Google kind of making these decisions so that, uh, you really only see what you want to see. And I think you're right that it's going to be a combination of augmented reality and a combination of machine learning um, and then some preferences that you would actually input so that the, you, you see what you want to see when you want to see it.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, Google, Apple, Facebook should be smart enough to say, like, oh, well, you're in a meeting right now, so we're not going to show you any notifications unless you go into your preferences and say, hey, even if I have something on my calendar, Um, You know, give me give me notifications. But if you know, if I'm by the default, just only send me text messages if my wife is texting me and if if she's kind of panicked or if my father's texting me and he's kind of panicked or if my sister is texting and she's kind of, you know, Um, you know, only only let my phone ring if it's someone that I really care about. And you should know that. Um, right, and, and we're we're rapidly getting to that point, point. and you know that's we, we talk about walled gardens and that kind of stuff. And I'm in the Google ecosystem. You're in the Apple e- ecosystem. Um, and I, I mean I think those things are important because you're gonna have to pick a side here. Yeah. Um, so like, again with the Google Developer Conference, they came out with this whole uh, big slew of upgrades to the Google Home, which is the AI assistant that's kind of like uh, the Amazon Echo. And, um, you know, the all sorts of cool new things. And you can, you can actually hook up your Google Home now, well, in a few months, to your phone number, and you can make phone calls straight from the Google Home device. Which, you
0: know, I mean, that's mind blowing. Yeah. Um, Well you can do it on the, um, on Amazon's, but it, but right now it's only two other people with an echo. Yeah. So it's right? so not really. I,
1: I call my wife all the I'll time because we have one in each room in the house. <laughs> But all that to say <laughs> like we're we're going to move from an Echo family to a, a, a Google Home family because you know my Marvel's in Google Home and I mean she can have a say. Yeah. She can put one of those in her room or whatever Apple comes out with it's, <laughs> it's But I, I think I don't know. I I just think um I think we're we're getting to that point quickly that that we're going to look back on all of this stuff with all these notifications and say, you know, in 10 years and say Oh, my gosh, what were we doing? You know, <laughs> we were so distracted and it was so non-contextual. Just like when you get into a car with with someone who grew up before the Internet and they turn on the radio and then you start listening to the radio and you're like on a road trip with them. And you're like, oh, geez, I, I got to listen to this, you know, 93.3, the dude station for how long? And can I just plug in my Spotify or whatever. Can I just give it some
0: early Glenn Campbell up in here?
1: <laughs> exactly. Because, you know, I mean, early Glenn Campbell is good stuff. And Spotify knows that about me. And they <laughs> give me good recommendations. It's all Bowie and uh, early Glenn Campbell. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm excited about that part. So, yes, there are a lot of distractions. Yes, it's hard to, you know, write your 5,000 words a day, academics. But at the same time... I think it's really interesting that academics are so involved. Like, you know, the, the religious studies people that we we follow on here, on, on the Twitters. I think it's really interesting to see them complain so much about like, oh, well, I just spent eight hours a day on Twitter and didn't get you know five hundred words written, um, because you're, you're studying such a not an arcane thing, but you're studying something that's yeah, you know, so not that, that that's so separate from Twitter that I think. Things like social media, or things as as silly as that term is, which I've always said, things like the internet are so, in a way, and uh, against, like the study of, of a text or, or the study of, of you know a papyrus or something like that, papyrus uh, the, the base text, that it allows the other side of your brain to do some fun things. Right, you know, and it kind of stretches you because, uh, you know, uh, what was the guy's name that we talked about before? Writing on the wall, Tom something, uh, book down in the show notes. Anyway, there was there was a great book a couple of years ago that, that talked about this. I mean, you know, the whole point of the book was uh, social media is not anything new. This is something that's you know the, the Romans we're, we're doing this is something that the mesopotamians right are, yeah know.
0: with graffiti and stuff like that yeah or, or
1: it's, you mm-hmm. know cicero sending letters back and forth and and right. julius caesar created the first newspaper and he had scribes like you know basically put up these big you know wax tablets huge wax tablets of, of text and and people would run down run down from their villas or slaves would run down from the villas and copy down the news of the day and then then take it back to their to their slave owner um you know, who to read the the morning newspaper, and it was it was a pretty interesting way to do it. It's kind of like what what President Trump's going to do with the daily briefing, but <laughs> um, so you know it's it's nothing new, but I I do agree that we need more time and we should have more time and we should we should figure out a way to to carve that out without saying oh I'm I'm just going to unplug and Facebook is the devil, which everybody says because that's the easy answer
0: um yeah and and i don't i don't think that's it and I, I i'm I would be the last one to advocate for like completely unplugging uh or whatever i mean certainly if you have, if you decide to do it for a time or something that's fine but um and you know when I was on vacation last week, I was uh somewhat unplugged much more than normal um and you know tried to intentionally be so but you know, it's kind of hard to be in this era <laughs> to be completely unplugged, mainly because I'm getting a 100 notifications on my phone from news sources and from Sam. <laughs> like, can you believe what just happened? Um, <laughs> you won't but, believe what just happened. Yeah, exactly. Clickbait headlines in my
1: text all the I time. I came up with a great idea to save Trump's presidency. I'm sorry to throw you off. Anything.
0: No, I was That's just going to say that um, I think it's really important that – we're informed right and that's why i would not advocate for kind of completely unplugging and just ignoring the news and you know all politicians are liars and stuff like that i think that's a lazy way out uh, I, th- I think it is incumbent upon us as citizens to be informed and to understand how to determine um, you know, reliable sources of information um, and i and i think that that's just our responsibility and so it, it's also a really privileged position, uh, to be in to say, well, I don't really have to worry about what's going on with all this politics stuff because then I'm, none of it will affect me anyway. One, that's an ignorant position, but two, it's a fairly privileged position too to even be able to think that way. So how are you going to save Trump's presidency?
1: The summer swing session, or what did I say? Summer, the great, the great American summer swing. Yes. Yeah, I'm not talking about sexual acts. But, which you know, Trump and Melania might be into that. But the idea of uh, twelve cities throughout the summer, Trump goes, has a big rally. There's barbecue. Some cities have banjos, like Mumford and Sons looking people.
0: <laughs> but it probably would not be Mumford and Sons. But no, people that look it, like Mumford and Sons. Yeah,
1: they would be like conservatives. You know, like like they would not be the the people who uh, you know you, you would expect it on one of those shows, uh, Mumford and Sons shows. Um, you know, and and people in in flannel, like more heavy set guys like myself, uh, with big beards. I shaved my beard, by the way. Uh, and, and they would they would be playing.
0: I know, I beard. saw that. No, no, you didn't tell me at all. No warning, and I saw the picture. I no, it was a. What's it the was beard Saturday
1: go? morning. I know. It, it's already, you know, week week the back. moment in of weakness. It was. It was, and the girls were like, "Wait, what? You you did what?" My my daughter is not my girls. You know, we're talking about the summer swing. <laughs> your girls. So, yes, exactly. <laughs> So, um, how the puppies are leaving. And, um, yeah, so you have 12 cities. Trump does a, like a, a tour, like a whistle stop tour, uh, like, like Hoover did. Cause you know, he was a popular president, did a lot of great things. <laughs> and, uh, no, it was FDR. No, it was a Hoover. No, FDR did the whistle stop tour, right? Who, who was on the train? Wilson? FDR. I don't know. Somebody did. Well, FDR, FDR had to be FDR. Sure. He did everything. On the um, train. Yeah, on a train. That's what she said. So, <laughs> twelve cities, and you, you go to like a state fairground, and you have like a huge event. You know, you have vendors. You, you can buy MAGA hats. There are T-shirts. There are balloons. There's hot dogs for the kids. And and you you make an event out of this, and and it's over three days. It's like a NASCAR race. Like people come, they they come in uh they come in big big uh, RVs, and they camp out. And they exchange, uh, they they exchange pleasantries, and and they have a good time, and and they make America great again by communicating with each other and communing with each other. It's it's like a big movable Last Supper to quote Hemingway, (laughs) like
0: a big (laughs) movable. So so I do think that that would make Trump feel better about himself, right? Because we know that he needs the adoration. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's what I'm saying. And I think it would shore up his base not that his base really needs shoring up but you know the pe- people that are still there um I would, go, would, I would go to one of the just kind of came galvanize
1: like their that. support that would be fun you know you, yeah, look, but you, don't, would, you don't need to go to new york city like you go to like cincinnati and columbia and right but what i'm
0: saying is it wouldn't but at the end of the day, you're you're saying this is an idea to save his presidency. You going to one of these in Columbia is not going to save his presidency, right? Um, what he needs, I mean, the idea, I guess the point of that is getting public opinion on the side. I'm just not sure. I think it would be good for his own ego, but I don't think it would actually um, have any ultimately positive consequences for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, Samsung needs to send one of those like breaking signals how they bricked all the the note sevens that were blown up yeah they need to send like a a brick signal to his phone (laughs) because he's using this antiquated samsung galaxy evidently (laughs) um i mean that that's the best thing to save his presidency like just
0: stop stop texting that's true just stop tweeting stop tweeting yeah stop texting flan saying stay strong buddy (laughs) i'm gonna get you back in the white house which is apparently what he wants to do Like he he's he doesn't think Flynn should be under investigation and he thinks that this will blow over and he can just bring Flynn back.
1: No, he doesn't think that.
0: Yeah, that's what that's a reporting I saw today.
1: (laughs) It's like a weird inverted Stockholm (sighs) syndrome. How are you doing? We haven't talked about you in a while.
0: Um no I'm I'm doing well. I mean the vacation was nice to just hang out and not do a whole lot. Um it's really good, relaxing. Posted pictures on the twitters and on the gram. Um yeah, you know, back at work it's always hard after vacation, but um I just have this week and part of next week and then I'm actually going on vacation again, so it's not so bad. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah, we're traveling for our anniversary, so oh. um so we're going to be traveling for a few days. So I look forward to that too. Right. So that made coming back a little bit easier, having something to look forward to in a very short period of time. So, um, yeah. But I mean, mostly today, I was kind of like, eh, you know, not just today, but past couple of days when kind of like, okay, how do I, I gotta kind of balance this, you know, not be pulled away from my job and like do my work and do it well. And, uh, but also like, I, I want to be there when, when the Republic burns to the ground, I guess. <laughs> Probably not, but I guess that's my thoughts. Like, I gotta see this happen in real time. I don't
1: know. Yeah. Well, that's why people should give to our Patreon so that you can, you can quit your job. And, <laughs> exactly. So and I can watch podcast. Twitter eight hours a day. We, we will do this every single day, people. All you have to do is give us, like, you know, $500,000. That's it
0: that's true that's it that would do it for the first year yeah yeah and we would just we could just do all our shows live because yeah, yeah. By the t- do a show if it's timely it's outdated by the time it posts well that's what I was going
1: to say I mean we can't even talk about anything that's going on with with the government because like, I was listening to a podcast that was taped on Sunday night on, yeah, it was yesterday. It was Wednesday.
0: I mean, it might as well have been and,
1: taped and in, like, was 1995. Like, yeah, I was like, I don't want to hear this. Like, <laughs> this is like, uh, you know, MTV doing a show about the 80s or something, you know? Like, like uh, there's, there's don't talk about Comey being fired. Like, so what? You know, it was, it was outrage, and, the, you know, they're, they're going off, like, five minutes. I'm like, oh, this is so last week, which is the point. I mean, that's, you know, uh, authoritarianism arises out of the constant uh, side shuffling and, and you know using using these types of diversion tactics. Yeah, because uh,
0: you know, he, but it's a, you know. all right. Let's so here here's the thing. Um, here's a question. For you know, for a while. Everybody on Twitter was like, oh, this crazy thing that just happened, it's a distraction. Don't let it fool you from this other crazy thing that I'm going to tell you is the more important thing you should be following all the time. right? Maybe it was Russia. Maybe it was this. Maybe it was that. Whatever. Um, and I just don't think like, Trump is that smart. Like I'm just – I'm thoroughly convinced he's just not a smart guy. Right? I mean, his spelling, his constant spelling errors, notwithstanding, you know, that's fine. I mean, there are plenty of smart people that have trouble spelling. Spelling, um, But if you're going to... He seems to have trouble counsel White House
1: Council or... No, right. the, the Special Counsel this morning.
0: Special <laughs> Counsel, yeah. Uh. Yeah, it does not have two Cs. And I'm thinking, like, how does this... He's clearly tweeting this on his unsecured Android phone. Like, how does it not just automatically spell it correctly for... I don't know. Anyway. So... Um, I'm convinced he's just really not that smart of a guy. I mean, really. I, I don't think he is. Um, I think he he doesn't show an ability to grasp any kind of information. He's bored easily. He doesn't want to actually read the reports that his uh, top advisors give him. They've had to uh, boil it down to a page um, or maybe two. And they've even talked about their tactics of putting his name in as many paragraphs as possible because when he sees his own – he's more likely to read it. Like so he's just a really not smart narcissist. I'm convinced of this, right? Um, but people have this idea that like he had some game plan for to win, which I don't think he did. I mean he tapped into a, a feeling that a lot of people have, but I don't think he had this kind of really smart electoral strategy. Um, and I don't think he – is this kind of Machiavellian figure either. I don't think he I, – I don't expect that we'll find kind of active um, smoking gun evidence of collusion because I don't think that we have that even though we have a significant amount of circumstantial evidence of collusion. Um, it's also not really necessary. And I think he just thinks like what's the big deal? Like yeah, like maybe it would be good if we got along with Russia. Um, I don't know. No, so I said a while back that it that it might be his, his and his team's incompetence that actually saves us from kind of destroying our nation and you know having you know Muslim internment camps and things like that. Like it might just be that they're just that incompetent. Uh, we see that with the House Republicans today, right? They screwed up the obamacare repeal bill and they've got to actually try to pass it again right and so we just see this over and over again right clearly his lawyers are telling him don't reach out to michael (laughs) flynn and he keeps reaching out to michael flynn right so i really i don't know i mean i guess like what is your perception I, i think maybe more people are kind of turning on this but i still see a lot of people that for some reason have this picture in their mind that donald trump is this really brilliant kind of master mind
1: yeah and and that's because of the marketing that you know he did for so long about art of the deal and, and the apprentice and all those things and we look at people like that and we look at these titans of tech and you know the the bill gates of the world and the steve jobs of the world and we think oh my god they must be geniuses and in, in some case yeah i mean thomas edison was a genius even though he was very cruel to tesla who was a real genius, um, but for the most part, everybody's winging it, you know, and, and that's right. completely on display now. I mean, I know congressmen. I know senators. I, I These people in these positions are, are not any smarter, better, faster, stronger than us. They're winging it. At and the in same a lot level, of cases, it seems the like level. they
0: are <laughs> um, not as smart as us, not as fast as us.
1: Yeah, because in
0: cause, some cases it seems like they're worse. Yeah, because they they
1: get their kicks from uh, from public adoration. I mean, that's certainly evident with with Trump, and he says that. You know, like he he wants to go and just keep campaigning, like that's what gets him off. And you know, there are church pastors like that. There are business people like that. Um, but I mean, you, you should never look at a Lindsey Graham or Bill Gates or. Uh, 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 Cheryl Sandberg or, you know, any, any type of Marissa Meyer type person or, or Sundar Pacha even and say, you know what? They're a better person than I am. Like, yes, yeah, Sundar Pacha has many more skills in certain areas that I don't have. However, if I applied myself and I worked hard enough, I mean, I, I'm not going to go down that path. Trust me, but. Skills wise, <laughs> you, you know, I I don't think that people are necessarily blocked from being able to acquire skills in, in terms of what's inside of our our brains.
0: Right, I mean, and I and I think
1: that keep us down for that, and and that's the thing, you know. Trump is daddy. Trump is everything we want to be that we can never be because he's our father, and the same thing with Hitler or
0: Mussolini. Right. Yeah. Certainly for a lot of people, there's that projection, right? Like, Bobby, like Bobby he Brian. is, he, he yeah. is what I want to become. Right. Yeah. Um, the thing that I think is even expounds this for Trump, like I, I, I do genuinely think he's just probably not that smart of a guy. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that he thinks he's that smart of a guy, right? He legitimately thinks he's that smart. He legitimately thinks his, his hunches, um, are better than experts and And he doesn't have any interest in learning anything else,
1: and as Mariana said last night, like he's never been told no whether it was a woman right. or in business i mean woman in like a sexual situation or in business or something like that, like he thinks you can go up and grab a woman and you know sexually molest her, and that's okay, and he's our president, and we've enabled that because that's you know we we want to talk about the participation. You know, perennial millennial situation where everybody gets a trophy just for playing a sport, and yeah, you know, whatever you can say that's harmful. But I think the the baby boomer mentality that Trump completely, you know, sort of espouses and capitulates, and you know, Trump is the baby boomer generation in my mind. It's that generation's mentality of, well, I earned it so I can do whatever I want because that's mine. And, uh you know, forget that my father gave me this or forget that I didn't fight in World War II and I didn't have to go to Vietnam. But these people went over and did that stuff so that we could be free and, you know, God bless America. And, and I've got all these great things because of them. But I earned this and this is on me. So I'm going to I'm going to spend this. I'm going to do what I want to do. We just lost all of our baby boomer audience. But yeah.
0: Okay. I don't think they were that big. I don't think Sorry. they were there anyway. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean – <laughs> for- <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. <laughs> no, great. I, I think huge. that I, – I think you're right, and I think that we have um, – I've been saying this for a long time, right? For, I don't know, close to two years now. Trump is a symptom of a larger sickness in our country. And and that looks a lot of different ways. It looks like a lot of different things. Um, but one of those, and, and not to be somebody to kind of rail on hyperpartisanship or something like that, um, but we see that that also is a symptom of this, where we we're just convinced, like, yes, we're in our silos and we have confirmation bias and all that stuff, but. I don't know it it seems it seems worse to me, and this probably has to do with the fact that we you know, the internet has allowed uh the expansion of the internet and the expansion of you know cable t v and radio has allowed for kind of more niche uh programming and things like that, but everybody now is just convinced of of their rightness and um a lot of people are just not open to facts I don't know i mean I, I'm very much against the kind of both sides are to blame because I just generally don't think that's hardly ever true that both sides are equally to blame. I think this makes us feel good about ourselves and makes us think that we're being uh, equitable when we're actually not. Um, so, you know, people are like, oh, well, you know, Trump supporters like, oh, this is crazy. Like Trump can tweet out this morning that no, you know, this is a witch hunt. And no president's ever been treated as badly as him and when people no politician in history no politician in history yeah Yeah. and when people rightly point out that that's absolutely ludicrous yeah like uh, let's count the politicians who have been assassinated let's oh yeah by the way you led an effort for five years claiming that the previous guy in your office wasn't really born here and was a secret Muslim right so but yeah and but then you have his supporters and like oh well but you know Y'all were doing this, and y'all were, you know, imagine if, what about if Obama had done this or if Clinton had done, you know, that kind of stuff. And I don't know. I just feel like um, Trump is a symptom of that and has simultaneously kind of let that out of the bag even more. This, I know I'm smart, I know I'm right, and I'm great, and you should give me whatever, and you should just believe me. And I don't have to list any of these so-called experts, right? And, and so bound up in all of this is, again, um, he has this kind of weird – even though he brags about having gone to Wharton, um, he, he has a weird kind of anti-intellectual streak in him, right? Um, and, and it's – I don't know. It's just – it's something that is a little bit surprising to me. It's not new to me. I mean I saw it a lot growing up and, and some of the church culture that I grew up in, but it's a little bit odd to me to see it kind of on this larger national scale,
1: yeah, I know. And I've always, I've always thought that was an act by people. Um, you know, whether they were pastors or, or youth ministers or the president, I always thought that was an act. And then I grew up and I realized, nope, everybody's winging it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, yep. There's like people really are kind of dumb and selfish. You know, there's, there's some redeeming factors about everybody, but for the most part, like, uh, everybody's out for themselves you know and even when it comes to family matters sometimes like you you, you're gonna get squeezed out if you're not looking out for yourself as well which i don't do and you know it's my my fault but yeah i mean you you talk about the message of jesus and that kind of stuff i mean like that's it's pretty revolutionary when you go back and read it and you you think on that kind of a level like this whole idea of, of humanity being you know upwardly upwardly mobile in terms of Progress and, and intelligence and that kind of thing. Like, no, we're we're just spinning our wheels in Mesopotamian mud. Yeah. You know, I mean, nothing new. Nothing new under the sun. And I think that we we fool ourselves into thinking with all of our bright and shiny electronic toys that that we're doing something that you know Hammurabi or 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 Asher Paul couldn't even imagine. And and for some part of that, yeah, sure. But if you were to pluck Jesus down in the 21st century, or Confucius, or or Buddha, or Muhammad, or whoever, like they'd be saying the same things because, for the most part, we're still, you know, non-hairy apes that act the same. And and some of us
0: are We can talk, and we can are be- hairy. What? Sorry, some of us are hairy. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, we'll like said earlier, like cousins. you said earlier today, right? The Faulkner, the past is not dead. Right, it's not even passed. Yeah, so
1: it's not even passed, and it, it, it it's, it's we're hairless apes that that keep making the same mistakes over and over again, and now we're you know polluting and killing our our planet because we have that power, you know, and it goes back to the Wendell Berry poem that I love, the Matt Farmer's... Farmers. Liberation stuff. Front, yeah, Liberation Front, where he says, uh, you know, blessed are the things that man hasn't thought of, because. You know, when man touches something, he destroys it. Um and I mean not to be all pessimistic here the forty five minute mark, but <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kinda where we are, you know. So it's 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 uh you know what whatever happened in, in Kemet or ancient Egypt in in four thousand BC, three thousand BC, when we went from being hunter gatherer. Type, uh, type species where we, we worship the feminine and we, we decided, no, we're gonna, we're gonna start, uh, you know, pushing that down and really going after the masculine part of our ape nature. And we're gonna brew some beer and we're gonna, you know, settle down into these cities and we're gonna erect, uh, monuments to our penises. Like it's, it's all kind of been downhill since then. And, and Trump, I think in my mind, just like 21st century US baby boomer mentality it's it's kind of the i don't know i think i think we're we've hit the uh we we hit the bedrock there
0: so you, so you think it can only go up from here
1: i hope so i really do i mean i, I don't i don't know i'm just kind
0: of, <laughs> kind of i'm just kind of internally convinced it's going to get worse before it gets better so I guess that means I don't know that it's it ever is, going to get better, but, um, and I mean, yeah, in a lot of ways, it's gotten. No, better.
1: we're around the precipice of a dark age. I mean, we're, we're going, we're definitely going back to a dark age, no doubt. All this stuff, I mean, all this stuff just points that way. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna lose everything that we have because of MP3s and and <laughs> MP3s. Uh, I right, you know MP3s are dot quote dot unquote dead and, now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, can you, can you give me your uh, dissertation on your zip drive? Or or can you send me that word star file? <laughs>
0: um Corel? I don't know. It it is um it's hard to handle all that's coming at us and it, and it is hard, I think, to be uh, kind of optimistic. Um in in this stage. And, and so maybe that's where maybe that's what we should I mean, you and I are not kind of naturally optimistic people. So we're, this is probably not the show to give you the optimism <laughs> that you may be looking for. Um, we are not the host that you're looking for. Um, but I do think that's important, right? Kind of, you can't, you can't redeem yourself with a
1: Star Wars reference at this point.
0: I know I am, I am a, completely yeah, yeah, okay. irredeemable. Um, <laughs> but you know, maybe, maybe that's, that's kind of where we look right? the little things, right? Being on vacation, Hanging out of the ocean, watching dolphins all day, um, playing with the kids, you know, sitting outside, having a drink, um, you know, whatever it is, uh, kind of really enjoying those things um, and coming back to this dumpster fire of a world that we live in, kind of refreshed and ready to go and ready to fight the good fight.
1: Be passersby, by Thomas.